You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. I am thrilled to be here um, because by by me being here recording this podcast, Pogues, it means that I'm no longer watching the movie that I had to watch. That part of my life is over, and I couldn't be happier. I, I You know what? I'm going to have to agree on this one. Never has it been more clear that a movie was based on eight pages worth of comics than watching this movie, because they run out of stuff about 30 seconds in. Yeah, uh, before we get too deep into talking about fucking hardware from 1990, I'd first like to... I'm just... I'm fucking jazzed. I am over the moon to let listeners know that we have a Not Another Origin Story podcast all-star that's right it's been a long time since we had a guest but whenever we watch the shittiest of shit there's only one person we call when it's time to test the tensile strength of a friendship that's when we call one man that man co-host of the b movie mania podcast and former co-host of ketchup kitchen ketchups and former owner of the domain dirtydumps.com is my friend Michael Hayes. You can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with Mike. You can't fuck with me. Can't we though? I feel like we I really mean... tested you and Ben's friendship over the years. Listen, all this does is make it stronger, guys. I honestly just love every time you bring me here to watch the shittiest of shit comic movies. I mean, we've done Virus. We did the unreleased Fantastic Four movie. The terrible Captain America movie. The, the very bad. Oh, God. <laughs> the all uh, over. I feel like I'm going to be sick. Is it, was it Swamp Thing? Swamp, yeah, swamp, swamp thing. Dong or something? Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't called Swamp Thing. It was it called something else. Man thing. Man thing. It was just like gratuitous nudity in the first like 15 seconds and you knew you were in well, trouble. Speaking of which, let's talk about this film's oh gratuitous my. nudity. This movie is like the checkbox. Like if you were to be like, what was the 90s like? It starts with a quote from the Bible. That's that's a big 90s movie thing is to start with either a quote from like the Bible or like a famous monster in history. Uh, an ill-conceived and, then, and way too long sex scene. And then we and then we pan into a Rammstein video and we never leave. <laughs> Holy well, shit! Well, I mean, Ministry is what we saw. Ministry. We saw the Ministry yeah, yeah. video. There's no point in referencing a random industrial rock band from the '90s when they used one in the mm-hmm. film, not just in audio but also in video form. Literally, you can watch part of the seven-minute-long <laughs> Ministry video, Schmegma. That's not what it's called. It uh, might as well have been. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely in that thing. <laughs> this movie. If you miss, if you miss the mini episode, we're talking about hardware, uh, nineteen ninety film based on barely a comic, but based yeah, on six or eight, eight pages worth of eight, yeah, eight pages of comic from an anthology known as the two thousand AD, which is a regularly uh, occurring kind of um, a sci fi version of Tales from the Crypt. Um, it's the reason that we have Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also, unfortunately, the reason that we have Dylan McDermott yes. <laughs> doing this thing. <laughs> I will say, too, to say this is based on that comic <laughs> is an affront to that comic, which is not great. But at least it has a beginning, middle, and end, and something occurs. This well, movie, Pokes, I couldn't even tell you what the fuck was happening for the first hour. 
that leads us to the very important um, uh, segment of this at the head of all of our podcast episodes, which is, of course, Mike, are you a fan of Shock, spelled S-H-O-K, an eight-page short story from the 2000 AD anthology comic series? Guys, I have been waiting. <laughs> I've been on this podcast, what, five times before this? Yeah. Maybe more? Yeah, and I think it's actually like you ask me. Yeah, you ask me, am I a fan of shock spelled S-H-O-K? Every time you ask me this, and I always have to be like, don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. This time, though, it finally <laughs> fucking happened. Uh, that so, shock tattoo paid off? Yeah, I got it the second episode. It was really weird. <laughs> but I believed you guys, because I, I trust you both. But, uh, so the comic is called Shock? Is that what you're saying? The, the comic's the called 2000 story. AD, and, and the short yeah. one inside of it is called Shock! S-H-O-K! Exclamation okay. point. Yeah. Which uh, features a similar plot. Okay. Well, if it does, then I'm a fan. Because yes, anything plot of the like comic, this movie, I'm a fan. Where the, where the comic differs is, he gives this thing to his girlfriend who turns it into a robot, and it goes insane and kills her, and mm-hmm. it, at the end, you think she kills it. Then at the end, he comes home and he's like, hey, baby, I'm home. And he puts his hand on her shoulder. And when her head turns around, it's the robot's head. And it says something fucked up. And that's the last panel. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it like says, a much better ending. Uh, well, it says, I'm going to give you the kiss of death. I'm pretty uh, sure. Oh, that's pretty mm-hmm. dope. Pretty dope. But- it, also, by the way, it talks. It talks throughout the entire comic. It yeah, threatens uh-huh. the woman. It, there's, there's no dialogue. They, they know the what it is the entire time. It's yeah. he's a space marine and they're fighting this robot army and it's like a killer it's like a terminator and he gets mm-hmm. its head and he brings it home to her because she's a sculptress and he's like oh she'll dig this and it comes back it turn, it activates itself again that's the plot yeah. this well, is well, I don't even know well, how to fucking describe this well I mean that that plot now I've not read the eight pages and that sounds fun do that we want to like wait the nice forty seconds thing. for you to do it uh. <laughs> No, um, but what I will say, what I will say about this movie is, yes, it does seemingly lack a plot, but it is very heavy on social commentary. Like, that is what mm-hmm, the movie mm-hmm. is, is 90 minutes of social commentary. I mean, technically, I still feel like it's 10 minutes of anything. <laughs> technically, it's 90 minutes of people watching television in a post-apocalyptic apartment, mm-hmm. because... Uh, that is that is the predominant scene that takes place. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. In fact, at one point, the robot watches TV. Yeah, it's it's good TV. It's also go ahead. Well, I was say just like well, this is getting away from the TV. But but Pogues, what you had said in the in the in the comic is that the the guy brings home the robot head, and the the woman who's an artist in this apocalyptic world. Um, makes the robot, right? But then the yep. robot turns bad, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. But in well, they this think it's version, deactivated. Yes, yes. Yeah. But in this version, I think it's very important to know that there's only one piece of the robot he brings home, and it's the head. It's the head, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some other scrap, but she's got a bunch of scrap. She makes this weird found scrap stuff that's kind of cool or whatever. The comic has just sort of like a torso, just sort of waist up, and so it yeah. has arms. Okay. So it's able to attack her and assemble also, more pieces. It should be noted that the yeah. comic does not take place in a post-apocalyptic world. It's oh, like no? a, They're uh, like okay. in a high-rise. It's a futuristic. A Blade Runner It's situation. futuristic. But no, yeah, it's, it's just like... nice. It's like the Jetsons. Oh, it's just nice. Okay. Yeah, it's like he's he's uh, off the war. He comes back. He's like, hey, baby, let's, you know, bone out. I and I'm going to toss a head and a torso at you. That there's no reason to explain it because uh, hardware, uh, the hardware IMDb page has the one-sentence synopsis of the film and comic. The head of a cyborg reactivates, 
rebuilds itself and goes on a rampage in a space marine's girlfriend's apartment. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And well, that's I would not call it a rampage. <laughs> yeah, is that a you wouldn't? No. At best, it's what like... What quantifies a rampage? Well, I mean, this is like Mick Jagger staying at a hotel. Or, or, you know, I mean, it's not like it's... I would call that a rampage against the hotel. Mm-hmm. Eh, I mean, you're just wrecking a couple of things. Oh, oh if you, you really think pill- about it... You tell those pillows and that lamp pokes that those things aren't rampage. The pillow. only real person who suffers anything is a horrible boyfriend and a straight-up rapist. Oh, yeah. Yes. So it turns out maybe the robot was just trying to help this girl yeah, out. That's... That's a bad man right there. He, I that. mean, the robot wasn't. I yes. don't know. I think that's the subtle, that's the subtext is robots will save you from abusive relationships and rapists. Before I we mean, get too far, I want to run it down because this cast is insane. Uh, 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 fronting this movie with, uh, with, with a, with a, a leading role, even though he kind of just dips out for act two. Oh and yeah. Act three. He's, he's in and out at best. He was is, there for like two weeks of, of filming. Dylan McDermott, my boy, Dilly Dilly D, Dilly D, baby, Dilly Dilly McD is in this for maybe about a total of fifteen minutes. It's mostly um, uh, Stacy Travis who plays mm-hmm. Jill, um, mm-hmm. who's left alone with the robot who spends most of the time, and she's television. left alone with the robot in six lines of dialogue to spread over about fifty minutes. <laughs> that is correct. She repeats the same lines like. Just ad nauseum during the third act. Characters that were added. Wait, real, real quick, Ben. To be <laughs> fair, if I was being rampaged against yeah. by a robo, uh-huh. I would also probably just repeat motherfucker a lot. If that's Sorry. what she was doing, but at one point yeah. she just says, like, I, we have to stop it, stop it, stand, stop it, stop it, stop It's like, okay, nothing, nobody, this isn't working. And she also keeps saying stand up to a dead man for like eight minutes. Mike, real quick, I just want to have an aside with Pogues real quick. Okay, I'll, I'll close my ears. Yeah, so yeah okay, Pogues, we'll go, we're going to go one podcast over, yeah? So, Pogues, we're, we're calling it a rampage now? Are we going with rampage? No, I still say it's more of a temper tantrum. Okay, all right, well, don't tell Mike that, because okay. then he'll have a rampage or oh, a temper yeah. tantrum. Or he may, like, knock over some things in your apartment okay. and turn your let's TV go, off. Let's go back over, let's go back over. Okay. So, um... Jeez, oh, I... Wow. <laughs> Sorry, you startled me for that. It was really The comic quick. only has those three characters. Robot, um, Space Marine, Space Marine's girlfriend. Which is not me being reductive. That is literally her only title or name within the comic. Mm-hmm. This film adds a variety of characters. Namely, uh, Iggy Pop plays the voice of someone on the radio. Who yeah. sounds like he should not be on the radio. Yeah, well, he's cussing. He's doing all the cussing on the I wrote, radio. Like, I'm like... This guy has no idea how to sound natural on the radio, which is funny because I later learned that it was Iggy Pop. Um, well, what I found is I put down obnoxious DJ, another staple of 90s movies. Like, late 80s, early 90s movies were like, we need exposition. Put some jackass on the radio, and he'll do all the exposition real quick. That or, like, a news guy if you watch Predator 2. Uh, a, a character's added to play uh, the Space Marine Moses' friend, Shades. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a man a, who I don't know how you figured out his name because they never say it. They said it once, and that's they do all not. They say it fifteen times in one scene. <laughs> he constantly <laughs> refers to him by name when they're the only two people in a scene. Okay, so in one scene they say it fifteen times. That's what I meant. <laughs> what? He looks like Adrian Brody wearing shades. Yes, uh, and, and, and also high on ayahuasca uh but we have another character camo pants for some reason we have another character to to uh to uh to identify here and that is um a man who goes by uh lincoln weinberg 
Lincoln Weinberg. This is the most effective character in the film. See, I want to point something out here. This movie has a producer that has a name we might recognize, and that's uh oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a Weinstein. Harvey, um, maybe, that's a Harvey Weinstein. So, and I'm wondering where Harvey Weinstein may have gotten uh, background on how to do uh, a monstrous sexual deviant. Do you think he had to ask a few people to make this Lincoln Weinberg character? I want to say that name again. This Harvey Weinstein produced movie, which features an astonishing pervert by the name of oh Lincoln Weinberg. I would argue that maybe that character is modeled after Harvey. Now, or maybe during his audition, he was like, ooh, I'm going to play him like this guy. <laughs> Let me I think ask I you got this. it. Yes, Pogues, that's not a Let bad me ask thought. you both an extremely important question. Mm-hmm. Do you know who plays Lincoln Weinberg? I don't. I, I, know, I do. I know, yeah, I He's don't. played by a name named William Hootkins. Mm-hmm. I saw that name in the tra- in the credits and i liked it william it's, hootkins it's depressing a, when you find out who he is oh no william hootkins plays a character i hold true to heart okay. in the star wars franchise probably the best character in a new home is it Watto? a man nope. named oh. porkins yes. oh it's porkins <laughs> he's porkins no but then he does this he's porkins yeah. and he does this oh, also no. uh just another heads up he's also eckhart the detective in the original batman movie that is correct and he plays uh, one of the two guys from the FBI who come to talk to Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. The two guys who are sitting at the table while he's explaining what yeah. the is. So he's Pokes, the he's, set one. He's, he's playing a returning character for us. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been in another comic book movie. What a step Because our first movie was he Batman. Was in, he was oh. in 1989's Batman and then followed it up with this. So, so can, I, can I describe this character? Yeah, give, give, give us a rundown. I would so, love for you to try. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think I can effectively do it here. He, this guy is a neighbor to the Marine's girlfriend, mm-hmm. Jill, in this. We should give her a name because yeah. she does have a yeah, name. Her name's Jill. Jill in the film. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, he's the neighbor for her, and he uses a long-range camera to peeping Tom on her. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. whole time he does it, he keeps calling her bad words and licking his lips in the most... It's the violating manner. It is I, yes. Uh, it's so. I don't even want to repeat some of what he says because at one point no, he says no. something that's so gross. I was like, how could they have put this in a movie? Is and there he's, like, an Oscar wearing surgeon's gloves the whole time? Is it's, there an Oscar uh, for creepiest mouth? Is that uh, something we? Can if do? there is, I hope so. <laughs> this no, guy got the, the lifetime achievement award version of it. <laughs> I'm just picturing the four panel on the Oscar screen, like mm-hmm. listing all the creepy. It's like him out. and. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, Pokes, I can actually answer your question about the gloves, though, because I was confused at first. I I don't know if I want you to answer the question. Well, I'll do it anyway. You go ahead and edit it out if you want. You see, Pokes, when one, I know you guys do a lot of editing. When one, oh, um, yeah. When one manipulates oneself, you see these rubber. Mm-hmm. Well, no, so see, I didn't see Ben until I realized that's what he was doing. I didn't realize that's what he was doing. I thought at first he's keeping fingerprints off of the Mike's camera an or guy. whatever. But, oh, but I'm glad once ben I realized just he was just rubbing he, one out. No, well, when he was about to pleasure of himself, I thought, why would you use, you know, vinyl gloves? Mm-hmm. But then I remembered, oh no, 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 there's a special lubed cum glove that you can get and just oh. put on your hands. Oh, and then it. See, like, this is a, does it, <laughs> this is a really weird it, time to bring up your Kickstarter. 
I no, I am talking about some Kickstarter I've ba- Indiegogo I've backed. Uh, so come and go go. I backed up. You're, you're gonna want to um, be in the um, you're gonna want to be in the ten dollar tier for that one. Just yeah, no, this boy went thirty five. Uh, it's just I don't need to get into it, but check it out. I I thought Google he was it. I thought he was doing butt stuff, and that's why Mike, he was can, wearing them. Can we hear your catchphrase? Google it. Alright. Uh, you guys know about this because um, Google it. Thank you, thank you. Alright, folks, we get a, did we get a clean one of that? Yeah, so I, I think so. Okay. Uh, perfect. <laughs> we'll we'll put it up as a ringtone so, you can get. Because absolutely no one watched this film, we should try and at least paint uh, a broad picture. This is like notes. This is like a rare time we do a movie that is like available when we watch it, and you could just like watch it for free if you own a streaming service. And I, I'm going to tell people, please don't watch it. <laughs> I feel it's on bad. Hulu. Watch it. So let's let's start real quick though. So the, the poster of this movie has like a, a, a cool like when you see the poster, I'm like, all right, this could be kind of neat. It's like this guy, like a Mad Max looking dude, walking in the desert, and that's how the movie starts. And I'm like, all right, so this is Dylan McDermott. No, it's not. This is a character who doesn't appear again until the credits. <laughs> they don't explain who the fuck he is. Why is him? Why he's in the movie? It's Dylan McDermott. No, there is no. a character. There's a character it's called the... Zone Tripper. Oh. That's the guy who finds the robot is not Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott's in like some pawn shop. And the guy comes in and he gives him 50 bucks oh, for his bag full of robot parts. That's right. Because I was just going to say, Dylan had the same backpack. But yes, that's, they've just yeah, explained they're it. Yeah, they're different. And it's, it's so yeah. weird because I was like, oh, that guy is going to come back at the end. Or something's going to happen. Well, he did. He does come back at the end, but just to be seen walking through some more dunes. Uh, that is Carl McCoy, who who is the lead singer of Fields of Nephilim, a gothic rock band. Yeah, with the band we all know. There's a bunch oh, of yeah. bands... There's a bunch of bands uh, or, or music, music uh, uh, entities in this in, in this film, namely as they said Iggy Pop, but more importantly, uh, Le- Lenny or Lemmy, sorry, Lemmy makes an appearance as a <laughs> taxi driver playing his own song. It's so good. Why don't you check out this band and then turns on fucking, fucking Motorhead? Ace of Spades, <laughs> like the the biggest Motorhead hit, I think, of, yeah. of all their yeah, songs. Do you think they put him in the movie so they could get the rights for like a little cheaper? Like they were like, if we put yeah. him in the movie, they'll give it to us for like fifteen dollars. I I actually would argue that the director probably did the music video or five for Motorhead. That yeah, is possible. I, I think he did he, a lot of music videos. Actually, he's got a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot of music videos. But uh, uh, goth band band leader A uh, shows up, drops off robot parts. Dilly, Dilly McD purchases, and his friend Shades, who is a confusing side character, but we'll get to him in a minute. Um, Purchases a variety of his uh, of this robot's parts, except for a hand, which he ends up selling to the. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, the pawn shop guy. You recognized him from Burgle Cut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, from Burgle Cut. You keep what? saying it, but it's not helping me. It's Burgle Cut. It's uh, from. He's the Peck from Willow. He's from the, Willow. the hoity-toity Peck. From oh Willow. really? <laughs> yeah. You know the one who doesn't want to be involved with it, but he's got to be involved with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Snooty about it. Yes, Burgle Cut. Uh, so, Burgle Cut uh, is, is the pot. <laughs> I just spit. Uh, is the pawn shop owner. He buys just the hand and mm-hmm. says that he'll look into it. And Dylan McDee takes the rest back to his girlfriend's apartment where she he gives it to her for her 
metal shop found art creations. Yeah. Later on, the robot reactivates and begins to attack her, and I've I'm done describing the movie. <laughs> well, well, well can, can I can I describe the movie? I can do it. Yeah, in go ahead. Three sentences. Do it in three. Okay. Uh, post-apocalyptic desert guy finds robot scraps, brings one piece back to a woman. It's not. Who turns it into art. Don't wait. Hold on. Mike, it's not a haiku. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, so once the robot head gets back to the house, here's what happens. Could you do it as a haiku? <laughs> I would need a little more time. But robot head is three syllables. <laughs> Listen, this is what I'm trying to say earlier. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Comparatively to the comic where the robot is already made and comes to life and becomes killer. This one, the robot head actually like comes to life and like builds itself. Yeah, it, which, I was I was trying to figure out how it was gonna get together. I'm thinking it's yeah. gonna have to like I thought she might build it into like an existing body or something as part of her sculpture, yeah. and that's how it gets started. But no, it it's just attached to like a wreath, basically, yeah. and then it just sends out wires, just yeah. just little like kraken tentacle like wires. <laughs> but but that's the beauty of this film is is the the commentary of the fact that technology is what's going to kill us. It's not us creating the technology that's going to kill us. Technology is going to create its own technology that is going to kill us. It's very Terminator. It's very, Whoa. you know... Uh, Blade uh, Runner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole thing. And that's and that's what this movie is about, apart from also having a strong female lead. Huh. Which is cool. Um... No one saves her. Even her shitty boyfriend who comes to save her... Yeah, but, I mean, she doesn't really <laughs> save herself either. No, she's fine with she it. She kills the robot at the yeah, end. Yeah, she kills the robot. Even the Does guy she? at the I don't end. Even remember. Yes, the guy comes in at the end and tr- and tries to shoot the robot. It ricochets off her and like does nothing. Typical and she man. She kills the robot. Oh yeah, like, by she... turning on the shower. Yes, exactly. Like, it's got no bad one, insulation. A bunch of men try to help her and do nothing, basically, apart from the little tip of the insulation. Yeah. But apart from that, they try and they fucking bumble and almost kill her multiple times. And she, in the end is the one who follows through and and saves herself and kills the robot. Uh for, folks, he's not wrong. I'm he's just saying the movie not, sucks. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but I'm saying it did have a point and a commentary that was actually pretty well thought out, mm-hmm. I thought. And I, I will say that there was I I said this during the film. Uh there were a variety of shots that were just if you paused it, just fucking awesome. Like a couple of shots mm-hmm. with her center frame, symmetrical, her like raising up the bat, like, you know, batching mm-hmm, it up, mm-hmm. uh flanked by a bunch of like great like cyberpunk set direction you know or, yeah. or a second decoration there's cool lighting and stuff through a lot of it the pacing is insane <laughs> though because the first you know after dylan drops off the robot the, the movie moves into her like having trouble sleeping watching tv art sleep tv art sleep walk there's TV, also like art, a sleep. very it's long like, sex scene oh yeah yeah there's an amazing voice over scene. the creepiest man watching two people have intercourse yeah, our our friend uh, our friend Weinstein, sorry Weinberg is suck it up. is uh, yeah uh, suck it out of him. Suck is, him dry was a line. Yeah, that's what it was. Suck him dry. He said it I a was, bunch. It was oh, he really said it gross. so many times, and it got grosser it's each so time. Gross. Yeah. It's a it's a huge shame that he didn't die uh, attacking the Death Star that's and true. and had to live and no. come do this movie. <laughs> Although um, I guess you know he did get his as a rapist because a robotic drill right where a robot's penis is punctures him repeatedly yep. and kills him. Yeah, punctures I don't know if you noticed eyes, that. Put the drill through him. Uh, and, and the venom. 
And hits it with yes. venom too, which yeah. just keeps pointing. I don't know why she had like a vat of poison in her apartment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. I mean, it's like I had a bunch of syringes full of like an overdose of LSD. I really like the venom though. The venom was a weird twist because yeah, chainsaw hand. Um, come on, sure, that's classic killer mm-hmm. robot shit right there. But but yeah, a weird a weird like LSD syringe is a real is a real spooky addition because yeah. when when where Dylan the fuck did it come from? <laughs> when, well, yeah, sure. When Dylan gets tackled by it, he manages to actually fight the robot off, but not before he gets punctured. And then he has uh, a kind of a two thousand and one ending, which I thought was the end of the movie, by the way. But no, this movie had a Lord of the Rings <laughs> situation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there was a lot of times we thought it would end because well because the action ramps up at some point, and you're like, this fight has to be over. Yeah, because there's a lot of points when the fight could have. And been the robot over. goes out the window, and then she goes out the window, and yeah. now we're like, okay, the film has ended. But she survives and comes back, and the robot gets back in, and somehow everyone dies in like the last few yeah. moments, oh, like in the last four seconds, except for her yeah. and Shades, who I I can only assume got married. No, Shades. Uh, Shades, who we should talk about as well. Shades at first just seems like sort of a a plucky sidekick. Shades to Dylan McDermott. seems like he was like a friend of his from the military. Like they were both in yeah. service, and Shades yeah. left. But as the movie goes on, it appears as though Shade is Shades is just some dude he knew who I guess is just a drug addict? Because Shades goes back to his Question apartment. Question mark? And we I, I I thought we just saw him like 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 burning incense and meditating. Yeah, I thought he, so. I can't tell if he's sitting at a at like an incense candle or he's got some sort of menorah going on because it's this huge <laughs> row of candles. Mm-hmm. And he and he's still wearing his shades. He's inside. Uh-huh. He never takes them off. He's in a room lit only by candles, still wearing shades. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it seems like he's just praying or meditating or something. But when yeah. we come back, he is fucking off this planet. He is oh, yeah. so high that he barely is able to come help, and eventually he is able to get there and do nothing. Uh, but when it comes time for action, he's able to shake it off, jump through a malfunctioning door, take a pistol out of oh, a severed mm. hand. Barely, yeah. Jump through a, fu- a, a, a malfunction. It's so door. slow at that time. It's, 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 like, it's like racing when you put your garage door down. Do you see that when you're like a kid? Like you put the yeah. garage door down, and you yes. try to run out before it closes. Like you're Indiana Jones. It's like, well, this isn't challenging. I can always beat it. This yeah. guy acts like he's like this door's closing. Like there's like a good ten seconds between like the time it opens and closes. You could just walk through. You don't have to jump. And he didn't even roll on the ground to pretend to grab his hat. It's nope, nothing. Or, or, or his shades. Um, yeah, he should have dropped his shades and had to reach back. Uh, so speaking of speaking of uh, uh, effects that don't work, let's talk about this robot because I have my opinions of this robot as an effect in the film is aggressive because <laughs> at, in one moment I think it looks really awesome and then the next one it is a Jim Henson puppet. <laughs> yeah, like like and then at another cut- time it's just a bunch of like coat hangers holding like a couple of pieces of scrap metal <laughs> together yeah. being jiggled by a guy gently off camera. Because there are moments where they've got it backlit and it's it's maybe a scene where someone's like manipulating all of its like limbs simultaneously when it's like when they the first show like, it and it has like the weird American flag. Yeah, job yeah. she gave it, and it's just like this skull, and it's got like all this stuff around it, and its eyes light up. You're like, ooh, that's cool. And at that point, I was like, all right, they're gonna redeem like the fucking forty five minutes of just intercourse I just watched, and like weird red lit scenes that go nowhere. And I was like, it's gonna like go through the apartment. She's gonna keep running. It's gonna kill everyone. It's gonna be like an alien sort of thing where like she's running through the apartment building, and the robots hunting everyone down. No, it never redeems itself. 
Yeah, the, the robot does not leave the apartment ex- except for a brief excursion out the window. Mm-hmm. It also um, at one point hides behind some blinds, like yeah, which, like a nineteen fifties robber. Don't fully understand because blinds are typically flush with a. Window. Yeah, especially those blinds. They're like uh, what do you call it? The kinds that are like I forget what they're called. Venetian blinds, where they're like the slats that you could open and yeah. close. Like those are pressed up against the window. It's not like she's behind like a big curtain. And it wasn't a tiny robo. It was a pretty big size oh, robo. Yeah, it's the size of the time... rapist. Oh, when she's in the kitchen, I think, and she's climbed into the freezer to, to mask mm-hmm. her thermal signature. Um, there's times during that sequence where I think it looks pretty good. Now, of course, they're shooting it in, in complete shots. It's only like a head and an arm or whatever. But I really liked it in that scene. It yeah. looked pretty good. But then like a moment happens when like I think Shades rings the doorbell. And it does like a quick turn and then kind of hops off camera. And it is the most, yeah. here comes the Muppets. Like, whoa, like it's, it, just like, it's like so clear that there's like a pole and there's like two guys behind it. And they're like physically like shifting it as best they can. Oh, so it's it's so funny watching that movie because for a minute you're like, okay, okay, okay. And the next minute you're like belly laughing yeah. at the stupid It, it also, like, uh, it feels like whenever it's in the extremely red filtered shots for no reason, it looks better because you can't really see it but like the few times it's in just pure white light like when it's in the kitchen you realize it's just like a series of random pipes from like a kitchen just welded together with no thought as to what it looks like and they're like it'll look industrial and it looks fine when you can't really make out its shape but when you can see it you're like that's just like four pipes and a glove that you tied strings to to move the fingers yeah the overall body piece does not quite come together like yeah they didn't have mm-hmm. an overall thing that looked good at least if they yeah, it was yeah but individually it was pretty yeah some of it was pretty great yeah some of it was great but most of it wasn't uh a couple of couple of thoughts how do we feel um would anyone be interested in perhaps purchasing a brand of cigarettes called uh Good vibes, I believe it was called. Major good vibes. Major good vibes. Oh, mate. Well, yeah. Good oh, vibes. Yeah. No, but major good vibes. I could use some of those. They went through some extra effort to create the fake products yeah. to be seen in, in this character on the fridge because when she opens the fridge, there's like something like ectoplasm. I think. Yeah, uh, lactoplasm. Lactoplasm. Yeah, yeah there's like such that. weird shit in there. And you notice the beer in there? No, there's just some schlitz. There's in there. some fucking schlitz in there. Wow. There's, there's fake products. And Where did they get Schlitz in the 90s in Australia? That's probably there. Schlitz oh, has been God. around since I guess it was. I guess this was probably made in England, actually. Um, That's insane. Uh, there's Yeah, and then Major Good Vibes. There's one more. It was, there was another product in the fridge I didn't get a chance to write down. God, it was phenomenal. I, I, that kind of shit is amazing to me because I could just imagine being a props guy and being told to just invent future milk and just like, all right, well, I'll go It was ahead. a milk. You're right. It was a milk. Like, there's yeah. lactoplasm. Synth milk, milk or was, something. It was something like synth milk. Yeah, yeah synth right. milk. Yeah. Which is like one of those things where you're just like, if it was the future and you're like, well, this is fake milk because we can't get real milk anymore, wouldn't you just still call it milk? Like... <laughs> Why would you yeah. know, like, be like, make sure people know this isn't the real thing because it's gone? It seems like a weird extra step. My notes for this are sparse because it, it felt like a lot of the scenes were elongated. I feel like if this had been just done as a short film... I, yeah, like, there's... That's what I mean is, like, with it, like, the first 40 minutes I put in, there's, like, a note, and I marked it down. It was 40 minutes in, and I was like, nothing at all has happened. Like, yeah, zero. They just built the robot, and it still hasn't come to life. 
And, because I and not, I don't care about any of these characters. I'm not against slow build. Like I, one of my favorite movies is mm-hmm. Alien, in which yeah, the great. alien, the titular alien, doesn't appear until like 45 minutes into the film. Oh, it might even be longer than that. It's pretty but, far. Yeah, in yeah you're right. It's pretty it. far in. But there's a lot of there's a lot of character development, and there's a lot of build towards the mystery of what might be there. Yes. Uh, same with, like, The Thing, you know? There's some brief moments, yeah. but ultimately it's wondering what's happening until it happens. Yeah. The robot doesn't even activate until, like, I think 50 minutes well, in. It, yeah, it, it, yeah. And then it doesn't, it does, like, the whole time I was like, well, they're gonna have to, because of the budget, they're gonna have to do something similar to The Thing or Alien, where it's like, you really don't ever see the monster. Sure. Like, there's, like, a few shots of it, and you're like, holy shit. But most of the time, they're just like, eh, show it real quick so nobody can tell that it's just a fucking puppet. This is, like, loving shots of a really not well-made puppet sometimes. And it's just, it never does anything. It's so weird. It's half of the movie, yeah, once once the other 40 minutes, it's, okay, so the problem with the structure of the film is it's a a two-act format, it seems. And and that just is bad for storytelling in general. Mm -hmm. Because... You need like the way the way like Alien is, and when you don't see the Alien for so long, is because there are things there's there's plot development happening before happening before it. There's like stuff set up. Aliens is probably like a five act format or whatever. It's just got this whole thing that's laid out, and it all makes sense, and it makes it drives the the viewer. But this thing is just I don't know. Let's just have these people talk for a while, and then whatever, 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 and nothing is building. There's no like issues except for you hate. Dylan McDormand, and you thought you liked him because we only know him from current stuff. But it yeah, turns out he is an awful person in this movie. Yeah, he sucks. He at one point in time steals a picture of her as a child that she has like on her nightstand. He just takes it with him, and it's like that's gross, dude. Like who takes yeah. a picture of their girlfriend when she's a child? Like, ooh, I'm gonna need this when I'm out killing people as a marine. Like, what the fuck was that? He claims that deeply like- upset me. <laughs> He complains yeah. about like her welfare status and stuff. Yeah. It's he complains it, about everything, and she seems to be doing great because that's a nice apartment. Except yeah. for the kitchen's really disgusting. She and the, the robot that like in fact you know infests it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was no, nice the, until all. But that. the sec the second half of the movie, once the robot comes to life, is just balls to wall robot attacking them. Mm-hmm. And and the end of the movie can be described as her trying to well. Robot killing the pervo, which is great. Everyone loved that. And then the robot trying to kill her. And then her her boyfriend and his friends show up to try to save her, but fail miserably and basically, like, almost kill her. And then she comes back to to save the boyfriend, kills the robot, and, and, you know, that's the the end of the movie. And, like, the tropiest scene, though, where they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did it. Let's sit by this window we just threw it out of. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, nobody would do that in real life. <laughs> like, the second you throw a murderous robot out a window, you're like, let's just maybe not be here. Let's back away from the window really far away. Not let's lean gently towards the opening. But it gets worse than that because once the robot's out the window, uh, it grabs Jill and she's pulled out onto a power line. And ultimately, she sh- she's dropped and swung it, and- into a... a- a, a, a apartment below but after she falls i mean D- dylan's character has climbed out onto the ledge to try and get her and then mm-hmm. she falls because he's not able to grab her yeah. and she goes uh, she disappears and as far as he knows she's gone mm-hmm. um but he hangs out on this exterior ledge yes. knowing that the robot is still alive yeah because yeah. like, yeah. he just pulled his girlfriend out the window he's just like i can't believe it's like dude get back in the fucking window Climbing also you had to have heard the glass broke she's fine I mean, yeah. fine, but she's yeah. alive. Yeah. Well, we didn't know that. She looks dead. Uh... Well, I put down in my notes. I actually said I was like, 
that 100% would not kill her. Like, she went through that window so easy and landed on a table. She'd be cut up, but she would live through that. So you're following reality logic in this film, Pose? Yes, I am. Hey, Mike... Mike, can we just have an, uh, an aside real quick? You and me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's yeah. go oh. to the next podcast over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll go one podcast okay. over. Um, hey, what's up? So, I don't... I mean, Pokes is pretty inconsistent with how he's applying logic to things. I mean, one minute, I mean, robots is too crazy for him. The next minute, you, you know, fall distance somehow matters, you know? Yeah, sure. Do you, do you think we should confront him about that or just... Yeah, let's go back to the podcast. Yep. Okay, that's it? <clears throat> We all got wee wee wobbly. <laughs> oh no, we've showed up on the oh. of the curve. Wait, what's <laughs> going on? Oh no, oh I've chipped oh, a hand. No. Are you singing the song from the movie, or is that just something you sing? Is that something you say normally? Yeah, I didn't even know it was from this. It's just my favorite song. As a child growing up, that was deeply upsetting. Yeah. uh... It was. I'm glad the movie... Uh, movies sometimes like to do that where they provide you a character that you can easily hate and then they can kill the character and they can be even more gory with that character's death and have you make, mm-hmm. and make sure the audience mm-hmm. isn't mad about it. They did a good job here because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they might have achieved it in the first five seconds he was introduced. They didn't need to keep oh. giving it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Here's just a tip, too, for our female listeners. If a yeah. door ever opens up and there's a guy on the other side and he says hello and he's wearing surgical gloves, you're going to want to close that door as soon as possible. <laughs> Call the police. No if one looks, goes anywhere in surgical gloves. If, if he looks like space fighter pilot Porkins, then maybe just make yeah. sure if he, Yeah, if he also looks like his lip has herpes uh, and gonorrhea, if you can get it in your mouth, that's maybe avoid him. If he looks like maybe like uh, a bowling alley came to life. Like maybe just, just, just don't let him in the apartment. That's probably <laughs> what I'd recommend. If he has his gross mouth Oscar, don't let him in. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Do, you, do you keep a gross mouth? It's just an mouth? honor to be nominated, guys. <laughs> God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's so. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look at my notes to see what else was even going on. My notes are empty um, <laughs> beyond that because, unfortunately, like I said, this film really had the content of like a 30 to 45 minute short film that was mm-hmm. stretched. Um, that was just that was just erroneously stretched for an hour and a half. Oh yeah, I put down one of my notes says this is the slowest climax to a movie I've ever seen in my life. Like I paused it because I watched this movie like over three days. And I was watching it last night before I was, like, going to go to bed. And I was like, I just want to go to sleep. And I paused it. And I was like, how can there be 25 minutes left? Like, he dies and there's still 20 minutes left in the movie. And I was like, what could possibly still happen? She kills the robot. That's five minutes tops. But it just keeps it going. Pugs, can, can yeah. you and I have an aside real quick? Yeah, sure. Let's go to the next oh, podcast no, let's over. Pop, let's pop over. All right. Hey. Hey, buddy. Yeah? You doing okay? Uh, not great. I mean, just every t- every time you guys ask me on, and I'm very grateful every time you ask me on. But like, every time I do, you you have to watch the movie like in three different segments. Like it's, it's like you, yeah. it's like you can't handle the movies we watch together. Not not these, man. <laughs> this one, this one was rough. I kept pausing it and being like, "It's gotta almost be over." Oh shit! I bet Ben might have heard us. Let's pop back over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. One week since you looked at me. Oh, hey, hey, Ben. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, we're back. Hey, yeah, all right. What was that? What would you say? Nothing. 
Okay. Seemed <clears throat> like I heard something. <laughs> well, you know. It's probably a cyborg. Um, the only note I have left <laughs> is my last note, which just says, man, short, short Circuit 3 really sucked. <laughs> Uh, Which I think says everything that needs to be said mm-hmm. about the definitely film. less racist yeah. though. <laughs> <than> short circuit. <laughs> yeah, um, Steve Gutenberg. Why? If I if I were to say a last thing, this isn't in my notes. Please do. But uh, there's a moment where the robot hacks the the door, and mm-hmm. like one of the security guys gets stuck in it. That is one. That's a pretty fucking gory death that they do with it. Where yes. the doors like cut this guy in half, and blood sprays everywhere they keep cutting back to his cut torso the door keeps closing it keeps closing on him so if it's not, if you like that kind of shit like yeah. it's pretty good effects. it's funny yeah when he when he kills the uh the pervert like there's yeah. like a really long shot of him like gouging his eyes out and then this like weird drill penis he has which is like very upsetting when he goes to attack mm-hmm. the woman what's weird is it, this- it like just destroys the guy's gut i mean it's just like so much blood it's like really old grindhouse style blood that's what i was gonna yeah. say is this is sort of a genre like grindhouse that will really lean hard on this kind of gory death sequences. Mm -hmm. Then there'll be abundance of them. This movie needs to either be like a creepy alien, like tension building movie or a grindhouse film that has like Mm -hmm. maybe at at, at least four more deaths in it. (laughs) You know what I mean? That was, that was literally my biggest problem with the movie. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Not enough people died. I know that's like a weird thing to say. No, I agree, though. Because I'll argue with Ben, there was no tension at any point in this no, film. No, no, no. It was, there was a build-up. It was not a tension build-up. But if it, left, if it left the apartment and started just mowing people down or something, yeah. that at least fits that genre. And like, yeah. That or, could, yeah the, there were enough people for it to kill. We just didn't see it in good ways. One guy just got randomly shot in the head when they killed the security guy at yep, the door. Yep. Like, he should have died in a better way. And, like, Jill yeah, they, should they have should died have in a better her... way. Like, the pervert should have been killed, but he should have, like, finished unlocking the door or something, and she should have, like, fought the robot yes. off long enough to open it, and then been running through the apartment building, People were like, and then have the on? complete <laughs> waste of space Dylan McDermott show up with Shades and the other guys, and they start going to look for her, and the robot's trying to find her, and, like, all the other people in the apartment building keep getting, like, killed off, and then the guys yeah. coming to rescue her get killed off, like... What you're referring something. to, what you're referring to, is a gremlin scenario. Yes, <laughs> right. But yeah, gremlins work too. Where initially it's a localized threat in the home, mm-hmm. and then it rolls out into the neighborhood at large, giving you many opportunities for grisly, hilarious deaths, like having someone uh, rewire your electric stair chair and send you shooting yeah. out the window, well, which is my favorite that, scene in Gremlins. That is kind of what they do. It is not effective. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they do make it it starts localizing the one apartment. That's yeah. where it starts. But at the end of the film there is a there is a Iggy Pop pops back in with his cuss word radio thing uh-huh. and says that this particular model of Robo Real quick Mike is, uh, if, yes? if you could tell me I could listen I could tune my radio to something called cuss words with Iggy Pop yeah. I absolutely yeah, would Yeah me too actually. But anyway continue yeah No but no but they say <laughs> that this particular uh, uh, model of Robo uh, is successful and they're releasing a ton more and it's creating jobs for the world mm-hmm. and like this this whole positive spin on it but that robot is going to murder the population so you know there's why maybe a sequel you know why wait why what because in this fucking country murder is an economy 
All right. I mean, yeah. I it's mean, a the, business. The, I mean, the, the commentary of this was about the American. Look, industrial I don't mean to blow complex. your mind, but hey, I'm going to play my acoustic guitar for a little while. Do you guys want to stay? Okay, but I mean, that's what the movie was also kind of about. Ben, did I, I really feel like you're being so generous to say this movie was about anything? <laughs> no, no, I, no. Fuck that. Like it was. Like there's no way you can say it wasn't. Like it's not generous. It's what it was. Was it effective? No. But did it do that? Yes. Yeah, I could definitely see that this person. I mean, this director uh, didn't just go in stringing random scenes together he certainly yeah. had a he, purpose he painted the head of the robot the american flag like yeah that, yeah, yeah i mean that's, that, that, that's, that's an excellent point that was on the note <laughs> that yeah, that's what the movie was about it was about but technology. i don't know if that's really like what the movie's about so much as yeah. it's just like we're making a horror movie hey let's have the guy with all the guns have an american no, flag. It's the sub- that's why it's so bad because the guy has so focused on subtext that he did a bad job at making a regular movie <laughs> that's that's a common theme in these bad movies he, well, wanted, true. he wanted to prove a point and he was more focused on oh, I can show how automation is going to kill the industry, but look, at it's going to also create 800 jobs now because we're going to make those automations and blah, 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 blah. But fuck that because the movie sucked. Well, yeah. let's, let's see how this He should have had that warlock who helped him get the island of Dr. Monroe started. I was going to say, say yeah. let's see how this, this director's career path is going to go because as far as <laughs> I can tell from uh, IMDb, He's uh oh he's he's gonna work on Island of Doctor Moreau. That's excellent. Perfect. Let me just go ahead and I'm gonna click on a button here. It just says reviews of that movie. Oh, oh, good. Oh, oh, oh no. Amazing. On the plus side though. Oh no. Never actually got to film it. Fired. So... <laughs> oh no. Fired from the set. Oh. oh no. <laughs> Showed up later dressed as a pig man. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna toss this in because Pogues mentioned it in the mini episode. But if you haven't watched it. I'd recommend hunting down. Opposed, you remember the name of the documentary? Uh, uh, Lost Soul: The Doom Journey of uh, Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Monroe. I believe is what it's called. <laughs> so this, there's a documentary out it's there. It's on Amazon about, Prime. On Amazon Ooh. Prime, all about this director, Richard Stanley, attempt to do uh, Island of Doctor Monroe, which was like a passion project for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's well, that if you've seen the film, it didn't go great, but <laughs> no. it went it went way worse than you could possibly realize uh, it is it's one of those great like film documentaries about like a movie falling apart uh, mike if you have not seen it i cannot recommend you will love it. it i will you will love it because richard stanley is like really weird like he literally in the movie talks about how a warlock cast a spell when he oh. went to meet marlon brando and oh. that's how that's why marlon brando agreed to do the movie it said he had to be the director and he has like, I mean, he's just a weird guy. And it is true. He showed up. He's in tons of the movie dressed as a pig man. I'm so And upset. nobody knew it was him because he was barred from the set and he snuck back on by being dressed as a pig man. God, that's so amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's... I guess he didn't have anything big though. This guy hasn't made anything. I was going to try to compare it to like how John Borman made uh, Deliverance and it was so well received. So then they gave him a bunch of money and then he made, he made Zardoz, which what? everyone who... Great movie. <laughs> Who paid for Nothing it wrong bad. with that film. <laughs> I love Zardoz. You don't but... love a movie where Sean Connery's running around in a diaper and a giant head shoots out guns like it's vomiting? Yeah, baby. The gun is good. Uh, but no, but it's not like that because... <laughs> this guy hasn't done shit before no, hardware and dust devil which were two like independent films he did yeah it's these easy. are the movies that made people be like ooh. and they talk about hardware in this documentary uh and like fruza bulk was in island of dr monroe and uh like the queen of the 90s uh and she's like talking about him she's like hardware was so good so when i saw this movie i was like maybe it's gonna be and i was like no 
I can never trust Feruza Bulk's movie reviews to cancel that blog. I don't know. Well, I have to say, like, I'm just browsing through some of the reviews. Uh, they're pretty high uh, for people, uh, for fans, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. on, like, IMDb and stuff. Uh, people, well, a lot of people are all coaching their reviews and saying, uh, don't treat this like a Hollywood blockbuster. Treat it like an art yeah. film, which is what it is. So I think that does set the proper context for what you're doing here. But uh, I think I think this one user review sums it up perfectly. Good idea, solid setting, horrible acting, boring pace. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's a great yeah, like we could go in right. and take this exact thing, cut out the weird pervert stuff and the unnecessary sex scene, and you could make a really good, interesting horror film about a robot in an apartment building, yeah, and it could uh, be very yeah. cool. Hmm. Agreed. Um, Unfortunately, this is not that movie. <laughs> I have talked past my notes for about 20 minutes now. So, Pogues, um, the, the, probably the most interesting question of the night, would you recommend that anyone see this film? Uh, I Again, I watched this by myself in three sittings. Um, I would not recommend <laughs> I, I don't even think like watching it with a group of people. Maybe, you know, maybe if you're with Mike, because you know, we all love Mike. Uh, but I, I just feel like there's so little happening for so long that you can't even really be like, this is crazy because like at some point you're just like, what the fuck is going on? There's just shots of nothing. <laughs> like there's like a woman making coffee and smoking and a guy going to sell yeah. robot parts. And then the movie just ends with like a five minute scene of a guy who has only been in the movie for 40, like three minutes at the very beginning, just walking in the desert. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to symbolize. I'm on the fence yeah. about it because I feel like if, someone could recut this i'd be into it i think if you could cut if you cut it down to like 30 minutes or maybe 45 it 45 wouldn't be that yeah. bad yeah, yeah i think i think i think you got a pretty solid short film but mike what are your thoughts uh i would say it's an interesting piece i've not seen it before so like see i've heard a lot about it by the way know. i was excited that you hadn't seen i thought that you probably had seen. i, I thought for sure yeah when we were talking yeah. about this i'm like he probably I, has I, seen this this feels like yeah, it's in I, his wheelhouse it, it is and i have but i hadn't and it is as someone described it, it's it's like half art house half horror film or whatever but the pacing it correctly that review is correct the pacing sucks <laughs> and what i would recommend i mean do it if you want but i would say watch someone Go on YouTube, find someone who's got a 30-minute review of it, discussing the movie. Yeah. They will show you all the cool shots and all the cool like yeah, yeah. kills in it, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Like, eh. Or I recommend listening to a podcast that mm-hmm. highlights what's interesting about the film. I would yeah, just say, watch the They're already doing it. Oh, okay. They've already come to the end of that. Oh, okay, all right, fine. We'll restart it. We need extra listens. <laughs> <laughs> Delete it, then re-download it. Oh yeah, I get those numbers up, guys. Use so a get that fat st- stamps.com money. Uh, which I, I, don't know, I always say that because I don't even think stamps.com is still a thing. Uh, Speaking of which, folks, I got I got to take we, we we actually we totally talked right over it. We got to go ahead and get our ad break in here. Um, dairy products these days, pogs are expensive, and they use real dairy cow milk, which is of course no longer a thing being that the mm-hmm. apocalypse has happened yeah due to the irradiation of cow litters so uh we've been we've been promoting a, a, a delicious substance called synth milk um it only tastes a little bit like plastic like plastic and not at all no. like milk that's right no. synth milk no, sponsored by schlitz no. um <laughs> With that out of the way, uh, you can go ahead and use the code uh, NAOS at synthmilk.com. 
dot biz. I wish there wasn't a ban on uh, cigarette ads because we could be doing what was it? Great good vibes or whatever. <laughs> Major good Major vibes. vibes. Major good vibes. Ooh. <laughs> After you're done defeating a, 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 a psychopathic cybernetic uh, assassin that's been left in your apartment by your space marine boyfriend. Ooh. Major good vibes. They'll help take the edge off of when you realize that he's not even actually a Marine anymore and he just keeps leaving. Because that was a plot point. I don't know if you got that. He legit is not a Space Marine anymore. You know how Marines come and go. Um, well, with that, I think, I think we've, uh, I think we've uh, dissected the, move, the film hardware more than anyone may have done in the history of time. Actually. Definitely more than the people who made it. I did just want to throw this out. I just saw this. Uh... Stacy Travis, the girl who is the main character, Jill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was in Mystery Men. She plays Power yeah. Woman, and she's also in Ghost World. So a little uh, comic book movie adaption alum. Another alum. Holy shit. Yeah. Who knew this movie would have so many famous people? <laughs> uh, I, I personally know her, and this is not a comic book thing, but I know her from the three-episode run she had on Love Boat, The New Wave. <laughs> Uh, personally, but that's just me. I was a big fan of the late nineties. Holy movie. shit, she was in love. <laughs> but, yeah. I thought it said that as a joke, but it's legit. What you guys don't think I'm actually referring? to I the love the love boat, re- the new class. Re- it was great. It was a revival. <laughs> yeah, you know, thirty years later, because someone wanted it. She was also in Attack of the Five Foot Two Woman. Was that a sequel? That movie's fucking great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I think she's also man hands in Seinfeld, but I'm not sure if you remember that episode. I don't know where you got that idea. Because she was in an episode of Seinfeld, and I'm pretty sure that was her. Oh, okay. I just didn't see her hands very much. No, no, in the show, it's a it's a man's hands in this Seinfeld. It's not her but, hands. She has both she, hands in real life. The whole bit, she the has whole lady bit hands, in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but she has lady hands. Yeah. Yes, but I think but, she played the character. <laughs> yeah, but but in the character in Seinfeld has man hands. Look, we'll cover this in I Saw the Seinfeld and it opened up my eyes. We'll cover that in our no, other podcast. No, that is, we'll a, that is a very bad thing to cover. <laughs> that is a fascist song. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's a white nationalist song. Oh, no. Yeah, don't do that Is one. it? Yeah, Ace of Base is not good. Is that really true? Oh. Yeah, they're... Google. Google. <laughs> Well, we got to end on Mike's catchphrase. We saw a little bit of fact dropping. Um, uh, also, though, real quick, don't Google it if it does take you away. Yeah, don't, don't do that. I'm sorry. Don't I'm you're sorry. a targeted edge you do not want. Audience, audience, can you can you come over here with me and sway from Pogues and Mike real quick? Just in oh. the other side of the podcast? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just hang over here, Pogues. I want to formally... I want to mm-hmm. f- formally apologize for making a joke that included a uh, white nationalist um, group from, I don't know, Sweden? Uh, I don't know where they're from, uh, but I want to apologize for that. Please don't Google it, even though Mike's catchphrase is really enticing and might want to make you, you know, Google it. All right, let's go ahead and go back. And then the dog said, well, I'm not a goat. <laughs> oh, is Mike telling that one again? Jesus Christ. All right, uh, uh, P- P- Pogues, can you, uh, can you run us down? <laughs> can I run us down for a while? <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that goat joke got me. <laughs> Folks, this is episode fucking 90 at this point. Just end the podcast. Uh...
All right. Uh, as usual, you can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all places we never actually post at NAOS Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at its pogues. You can follow Ben on Twitter at the Disco Pony or at the Strange Log. Mike, what do you want to plug? Uh, I have a TV show now. It's you do. called it's called B Movie Mania. If you live in Chicago, you can see it live on Can TV nineteen. It's phenomenal. Um, it's about it's kind of based on the podcast thing or whatever. Uh, it's on YouTube as well. Uh, the night after it premieres on the TV, so check that out. But B Movie Mania is my 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 podcast, and you can find us in B Movie Mania on all platforms and all that kind of stuff. And check us out. We just did we just did a, a movie that you guys would love huh? called. The Biker Warrior Babe versus the Zombies Babies from Hell. It does sound appropriate. And it is uh, a very fun movie. And we're coming up next week, we're doing uh, Microwave Massacre, which is a classic uh, weird one. This is a Just good... real quick, I, I just want to... Ben, can I, can I yep. take you aside for a second? Yeah, let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. Over the other podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, has, he, has he ever invited you to be on his podcast? Uh, let me just scroll through my emails. No, sorry. No, just spam. Nope, no. He has so 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 still six to zero us. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, right. cool. Let's go back over. Let's go back over. <clears throat> yeah, sucker dry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 folks. End the podcast. The <laughs> this podcast, podcast is falling apart. <laughs> oh, God. Porkins, why? Oh, Porkins. <laughs>